0: Did you know Granny MacDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad free games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to grannymcduffent.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived an old poet called Byron. He was a good, honest man, and he was as kind-hearted as they come. He lived alone in a small house on the edge of a great forest. One night, a storm came. It was a terrible storm. Thunder and lightning boomed, and rain poured. It hit the window so hard, Byron feared it would break. But he was warm by the fire, cosy in his chair and happy with pen and paper in hand. A roast chicken sizzled above the fire, already ready. Another boom of thunder and a crack of lightning. My goodness, this is quite a storm, he thought. I hope no poor soul is caught in it, for they will be soaked through. I should feel quite sorry for them. Suddenly... There was a loud knock at the door. And a little voice said, "'Please, sir, let me in. "'It is so terribly cold and wet, "'and I do not like the thunder. "'Not at all. Not one bit.' The wind suddenly rattled all of the windows. The shutters banged open and slammed closed. "'Good heavens!' Byron cried. "'You poor child!' "'He jumped up and opened the door. "'Come in!' "'And a little figure, "'soaked to the bone, "'shuffled into the house. "'He was dressed in silk "'of all different colours, "'quite fancy for a child. "'Yellow, pink, "'blue and cream. "'Lovely though it was, "'the silk stuck to his skin. "'The child shivered. "'In his hand "'The boy held a bow and arrow, muddied from the rain. "'Byron took an old shirt from his chest and handed it to the boy. "'Put this on and give me your clothes. "'Go and warm yourself by the fire, and I shall hang them to dry. "'You can put your bow and arrow by the door.' "'Thank you, sir. You have saved me.' "'Then, when they were both settled by the fire, Byron noticed that the boy had hair of gold and eyes that sparkled like the sea on a summer's day. He looked like a little angel. By the time the chicken was ready, the boy was dry and so were his clothes. The silk was so thin and fine. He dressed in his little outfit and Byron thought how much he looked like a little cherub. Plump rosy cheeks, blonde curls in his hair, and bright blue eyes how funny Byron thought to himself they sat at the table and ate the chicken how starved I was truly said the boy between bites the boy began to hum as he ate and Byron chuckled (laughs) how cheerful you are child the boy stood and began to dance around the table cheerful I am tell me what is your name Cupid, he replied. Do you not recognize me, poet? Byron was surprised. How did he know he was a poet? I know very many things. I know you had a great love once. Byron was shocked to hear this, for he had told no one, not even the girl. Oh, dear poet, she knew. No. Cupid smiled. You think me a little boy? Byron nodded. I am 123. He laughed. I can bestow upon you an arrow which will bring love and happiness for the rest of your days. And look, the storm has passed and the moon shines bright. So it does. But I'm afraid the rain ruined your bow and your arrows. No, they are dry now, you see. Cupid picked up his bow, aimed an arrow, and shot it right through the poet's pages. Byron could not believe it. What have you done? Ah, poet, you write of love, but you yourself take no charge. Go seek it, take action. For no life is worth living without love. And you believe a goblin and be sorry. Cupid chuckled, then quite suddenly ran out of the house and was gone. What a naughty boy that little Cupid is, cried Byron. He glanced at his papers. It couldn't be. His papers were still there. But the arrow was gone. All that remained was the hole it had made, and Byron thought of his lost love. He had been told by a goblin that if he had not left her, a spell would have befallen her, and she would have slept for one thousand years. He knew he must find her, now or never. He collected his things and stepped out into the moonlight. And suddenly, Byron was young again, a man of twenty, a poet, a dreamer. He walked through the night, and just as the sun peeked over the horizon, he saw her house, and he stepped toward it. And there, Cupid hid behind a tree, chuckling, for even though he was mischievous... His heart was good. The End And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children.